Hey guys, Dan Walshman here with the Edgy Empire. As you know, this podcast is the Edgy Conversations podcast. Radical help for people who want it. Today I'm excited about this, this idea of focus. I want to talk to you a little bit about focus for a couple minutes. And I'll try to spend 15 minutes focusing on one particular topic. Because I know it's easier for me to kind of spend 15 minutes and hit 17 things. I had an interesting conversation today with someone. And in the middle of our conversation, and it was a marketing conversation, we were talking about specifically this podcast. And the person who is on my team who leads marketing said to me, well, who, who, who do we want to be influencing? And I thought, well, I don't know, everybody. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for help, I want to help you. And he said, well, I know you're releasing this new program for people who are in network marketing. And, and that's coming up Labor Day or in October, something like that. And then I know you're dealing with really big companies, your consulting companies providing services for them. I know you're working on writing your second book. And who do you want this podcast to be for specifically? And I got to tell you, for about 30 minutes, that really got inside my head. And for... A while I thought I was bothered that I didn't have an exact, you know, kind of avatar in my mind. I wasn't picturing the ideal person. You know, if you're selling fitness, you want to go after people who what? Are overweight, right? And want to be fit. If you're selling vitamins, you want people who what? Who care about vitamins. In my line of work, I'm looking for people who want help. Here's what I've learned. I started writing my blog back in 2006. I didn't sell my company until 2008. So in 2006, I was a young CEO. And um, the owners had just made me the boss. And, and you know, you, you're always reporting to somebody. One of the biggest myths of becoming the boss is that you are the boss. <laughs> you're not, right? You're always answering to somebody. In fact, uh, the higher you go, the more people expect of you, not just the more responsibility you have and not just the more you get paid, but it's not just like, hey, I get paid twice as much, therefore I have twice as much responsibility. It's like I get paid twice as much, but I have a thousand times more responsibility. But I started blogging back in 2006 because I had these thoughts in my head that I, I couldn't exactly figure out. I, people were talking about success and sales, and I was growing this business, you know, thousands of percent. You know, read my book. I mean, I talk about 9,000% the first year. Think about that. 9,000% growth went from nothing to, to mega, mega, mega millions. Which for many of you would be lights out bonkers. But I started blogging because I, I, I just had this feeling that I, I, I didn't have it figured out, and some of the conventional wisdom that I was hearing from people, it just didn't seem to fit. And so I started, you know, blogging to, to kind of get my thoughts on paper. Uh, you know, as I'm writing, you know, once you hit the publish button, there's this accountability, like, am I crazy? What if other people read this? Well, here, here's what I learned. Not only were other people reading it, they were being attracted to it. In other words, they were like, dude, this is my life. You know, I'm experiencing these same doubts and fears and questions, and let's have this conversation together. And so that was really encouraging to me. 
along the way, because I had business, you know, I'm building a business and helping other really big companies build their business. I didn't sit down one day and go, oh, I'm going to build a blog and make money off it that sells success advice. I didn't. I, I never had that level of focus. I never had that level of intention. I've got friends like uh, Jim Keenan who writes a sales guy blog, uh, right? And I've got Anthony Inarino who is the guru of sales blogs. He writes a blog called The Sales Blog. And then David Brock who writes uh, Excellence in Sales. And these guys just write about all the different factors that go into success when it comes to sales and business. And for me, it felt like sales was easy. You can sell anything. It's all of the rest of life that impacts you from making money. You know, making money isn't hard. Losing weight isn't hard. What's hard is having a reason to lose weight, having a reason to make money. And you guys know that if you're listening to me. I know I'm all, didn't I promise focus? Isn't this about focus? And I'm way unfocused. But I'm sharing with you something here. I feel led, led by the Spirit a little bit. So I'm going to let the Spirit lead me a little bit on this. Is that, you know, um, it's, you know, you know this principle already. It's not that you don't know how to lose weight, right? It's that you, you reduce your calories, you increase your exercise, and you eat clean. Uh, people say a calorie is a cal- calorie is a calorie is a calorie. It's not true. One calorie of sugar is not the same as one calorie of something healthy. Just not, it's, they're not the same. Um, so that's a, that's a myth. But you already know fitness. In fact, you already know how to, how to make money, how to become incredibly wealthy. All of you listening know the secrets to becoming the next Warren Buffett. You do. Or the guy who has more money than Warren Buffett. All of you do. You initially, initially make less, make more than you spend, spend less than you make. I guess that's a better way to say it. Save some, invest some. That, that, that's the whole secret, guys. You know that. So then why don't we do those things? And that's where I was coming to. Had to take six minutes and some odd change to come to this point. Is that most of us know what, we're, what we should do. But because we don't have enough focus and intensity and purpose, we don't actually get started on it. So let's say, you know, you're a mom. You know, this is one reason why I'm going after multi-level marketing. This is one reason why I've been become obsessed with providing help for people in network marketing. I'll tell you why. Uh, is it because your average network marketer is a mom and she's got kids and she's got a pet or two and she feels like she's got a divine purpose for her life, right? Almost a God-given sort of destiny. Um, she wants to contribute to her family but is doing so many other things, taking kids places, making sure clothes are washed, dinner's on the table, homework's done, sporting activities are attended to, all this stuff. Even doing the science fair projects on the weekend, right? Doing all the things. But she wants to do more with her life. See, my, my job is to help her with focus. And that's 
a little bit of what the course we're putting together is. I mean, part of the course is going to be helping build a strategy and a plan to get to six digit. That's really my goal is, is not to make you bajillionaires is to get you six digits. I figure if you can make six digits, your life is going to be transformed. Almost anyone in the United States of America, unless you're living in downtown Manhattan or on the West Coast, right? Dramatic East Coast, West Coast. $100,000, you're fine. You can have 20 kids and you're fine. $100,000 is going to be great for you. So my goal is to get you to six digits. But if, but you need focus. And I'm going to, sh- I'll show you when that program comes out, for how to do that. And by the way, this is not an advertisement for that. I'm sharing behind the scenes of what's going on in my head. What happened today? This, this happened today. And here's the thought that hit me through this long story. I've never sat down and said, oh, I'm going to be the guy who does X. I'm going to be Grant Cardone, bold, swagger, hustle, in your face. I've never done that. I've never said I'm going to be the next Tony Robbins, motivation, inspiration, the why guy. Never done it. Never done it. Never said that. What I've, what I've tried to do is as life comes at me, as I'm driving towards success in the vehicle of my own life, provide help and insight and encouragement to others who want to join me. And here's part of what I realized today. That is not good enough. It's not. Here's what I felt in my soul. It's not good enough for me to shout encouragement as I drive my vehicle towards success, as I've got to get out of my vehicle and I've got to be the guy on the sidelines who's cheering on other people as they drive their cars towards success. That may seem like a fundamentally small thing, just a a small kind of difference. I'm actually feeling like it's quite a bit of a big difference, especially when it comes to focus. See, I've been so obsessed about me for so long, and not in a hopefully evil, maniacal way, but just I'm relentless. I'm relentless. I want things for me, for my family, for my friends, for my, the people who work for me. I want so many things that I'm busy working to get those things for those people. And it's like this burden is on my shoulders. I, I'm dragging this thing. I want to make sure that these people, my friends, my family, my community are a part of my destiny. And I think that with a little bit of focus, I'm going to have to change. And I think it's going to be great for all of us. Now, I I actually think that you might need to change a little too. And this is not Preacher Dan coming out at you. This is a guy who's just trying to share share lessons and and, and maybe some of them apply. I, I suspect there are one or two areas in your life where you need more focus. Now, your focus may be different than mine. I mean, this, this happened today. I had this conversation today. It's fresh. It's raw. It's real. I'm sharing it you know, hours after it happened. I'm guessing there's some areas in your life where you look back and you're like, oh, man, I could have prevented that, right? Are there are times where you've said recently, oh, man, I could have done better. You know, I waited too long to return that phone call for sales. I should have just picked up the phone. Instead, I waited an extra day or two. I should have been proactive about meeting with my boss. Now somebody else is getting the promotion because boss doesn't know what I do, doesn't appreciate the value that I bring. You guys get it. I'm not beating you up, 
but you look back at a series of events and you're like, oh man, if I had a little more focus. So here's what I've realized with focus is that you can't be all things to all people and still be focused. You can't. You've got to choose. And what that means is there is not room for everything when you're focused. Think about a telescope. The more you focus on an object far away, the less that's in your camera lens, right? There is not room for the entire sky. In fact, the further you go away from the lens, the less there is because you're zooming in and in and in exactly to what you want to see, where you want to go. That's true with your life. We spend a lot of time without clearly telling people what it is that we do and how we can help them and what the rewards will be if they actually begin the journey. I realize this myself. I assume you know, as a guy who runs thousands of miles a year, that fitness is a way to get inside your head and give you motivation and drive, keep you fit physically, fit mentally, and fit spiritually. I assume you know that. That's probably not the case. And so I'm going to focus on sharing that with you. I'm assuming you know how to eat right, that it's ridiculous to stuff your body full of bad food and then wonder why you can't sleep at night, why you can't operate during the day, why you crash. I'm going to focus on helping you with that. I'm assuming you know that meditation, I say it all the time, is obvious. But I've learned that it's not obvious. And in fact, some people think it's just a waste of time or works for everybody but not them. But I'm going to focus on helping you adapt the skill of meditation. Because if you have that, I believe you're going to be a better warrior, a better version of yourself. Let me, let me leave you with this when I think about focus. If you've seen the movie 300, it's, it's amazing. Every dude, you like, you've lost your man card if you haven't seen that at least 27 times, I believe. But um, the battle happens and the Spartans grab a small squad and make their way towards where the battle's happening. And along the way, they meet another army and there's a small squad of Spartans and a very, very large uh, uh, crowd, uh, you know, army there that, that's crowded around a, a, a kind of a fork in the road and they're all converging into a spot. And the general looks at Leonidas, who's the captain of the Spartans, and he says, I had heard that the Spartans were traveling to battle, but I am disappointed that you have not taken this battle so seriously. But you bring only this handful of soldiers against Xerxes? You see, I was wrong to expect Sparta's commitment to at least match our own. And Leonidas nods his head and says, yes. And he looks and he says, young man. You, there. What is your profession? I'm a potter, sir. And you, Arcadian, what is your profession? Sculptor, sir. You? Blacksmith. And then he looks his head backwards towards where his men are and he says, Spartans! What is your profession? <laughs> and Leonidas looks at the other general and he says, You see, old friend, I brought more soldiers than you did. That's a lesson in focus, my friends. Focus. While the other army had many more men with just a couple dozen men, and we know Leonidas actually brought 300. 
But with just a couple dozen men, he had men who were focused on winning and fighting. And that's why the Spartans were perhaps the greatest fighters in the history of the universe. I mean, just that focus from the time of being born to the time of crashing against Xerxes. They were made for battle. What are you made for? What are you focused on? What are you so obsessed with that you're not going to quit until you get there? I'm going long, so I'm going to shut my mouth. I promise you to keep these things short. Here's, what I'm, here's, here's my commitment to you, is that I am going to be relentlessly focused on getting you the insights and help that will provide you your best life yet. But here's, your, here's what has to be your commitment to me, that you will not do nothing, because it's not going to work if you don't work. This is Dan Walshman. You've been listening to Edgy Conversations, the podcast dedicated to, as you know, radical help for people who want it. For more information, you can go to danwalshman.com or just put that in the old googly-goo and uh, it'll return back a couple hundred thousand responses. If you're looking for an inspired speaker for your next event, association, company, kickoff meeting, or such the like, we would love to talk to you. We're all around the world uh, helping groups and associations propel themselves as quickly as they can towards success. That's all for now. See you on the next episode. As always, don't do nothing. We'll be right back.